Everybody to the Cult Classic Podcast. This is our first uh, our coronavirus first episode. Uh, Corona we cast, little, if you will. We were a little backlogged, so we did have some in the can for you, but this is our first time doing it remotely. So if there's any glitches, poor audio, uh, sorry. You know, we're, we're dealing with this the same as everybody else. But uh, Cameron Jones here, as always, with Mark Nussel. Quarantine Jordan Jones. 96. And uh, this is the Cold Classic Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about, to keep it the quarantine theme, uh, this week we're keeping it with someone who was isolated, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, the 1996 Disney film, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Disney thought Victor Hugo, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, let's make that a kid's movie. That should be (laughs) fine. That won't be weird. There's no demonic tones. This is a movie that uh, I think kickstarted the craze into American Ninja Warrior and parkour. Uh, really, Quasimodo, Quasimodo was ahead of his time and had some jacked forearms. Yeah, super taboo, kind of just dark. The darkest of Disney's, if you will. Did you love the early 90s hits of Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid? Well, this is the backslide, the late 90s. Where we give you grades like, oh, Lion King's in the good part. Hunchback is your classic third wheel love triangle romantic comedy from the 90s brought to you by Disney. With a little bit of Hellfire in there and... Uh, There's a lot of bit of Hellfire, actually. Uh, freak bell ringer goes postal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he does. Mark and I were not watching the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hunchback of Notre Dame. The Friend Zone. But it's good to have a friend. Okay, so rather than talking about right off the bat, we normally do is this a cult classic? And this week we're right. going to do a little different. This, uh, this obviously is not a cult classic. It's just a Disney movie, and arguably, probably not even a Disney classic of our childhood. Well, yeah, of our childhood, but not of all time. Oh, it's just not a Disney classic. No, I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a solid Disney it's movie. Just not most are. Maybe it's an overlooked forgotten gem and we can get into that. But what I would like to take from this statement, obviously, um, the three of us, uh, we live in Chicago. We're in Illinois. We're in one of the states that are self-sheltering. We want everybody to be safe. And that's why we picked this movie or you guys voted on it. Um, You wanted us to talk about. So I thought we could uh, talk about some of the positive lessons about self self self-isolation. We want everybody to be out there safe, smart, all that stuff. So hopefully... We can get over this. Um, this podcast is going to still make fun of things. We're going to be a light, fun podcast and hopefully not depressing. But um, with this movie, and we're, we're basing off Quasimodo, what are some uh, learning lessons, some tips you can take from this movie about being self-sheltering, quarantined? Well, I think off the bat we can say uh, he does lead Frollo to the Court of Miracles. And um, what is happening? Why am I hearing just ripping of duct tape or something? What is? <laughs> what are you talking about? uh all what right. are you what are you building over there? Uh, Quasimodo leads Frollo to the Court of Miracles and infects everybody, hanging, burning, uh, the infection. Oh, you're saying like a not to do to be safe. Probably should have stayed not in for the Court the of Miracles. Probably should no. have self distanced a little bit there, Quasi. You know, Esmeralda probably would have been found and died, but the rest of her people could have kept living in the Court of Miracles, where it's a miracle so if you're you get saying, out of their uh, life. Even though not in the movie, he kind of maybe did the right thing, but in these times you should 
Stay inside, Stay and you inside. won't affect anybody else. Yep. Uh, yep. Actually, I, a big misconception about gypsies: not good dancers. Not good dancers. <laughs> I, I don't know that to be Where'd certain, but I, I, I actually just started watching. I don't know that to be. I also don't know how that helps with COVID, but I love that. I love that we know that now. Okay, so to go back to our category, I thought one thing that Quasi does really well: mm-hmm. when you're stuck inside, don't waste your time. Find a hobby, whether it be whittling, yeah, whittling, maybe, model homes, yeah, 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 and also whether or not they're real or imaginary, stay stay in contact with your friends. You know, make a call. Don't just don't don't self isolate. Maybe even make some isolate together. Look at the cold classic podcast. We're keeping the dream alive from abroad. Mark's not even in the same room and we live together. I know this is the closest you've been for years, a couple couple walls apart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think also something to be taken from this is probably don't try to get in a love triangle or tryst right now. Try to keep the spread of disease down, Phoebus, Hunchback, Esmeralda. I think it's a little more two-sided than three uh, in most of their eyes, but uh, even so. (laughs) You can get in a love triangle. Just keep it online, (laughs) not in person. You can get in a quarrel. Oh, no. This is what I was about to say. I mean, pick up was back to the hobbies. Make sure you, you're you know, trying to work out, get fit, get prison swole, get jacked, bringing some bells or or whatever it may be. That's Cameron's true. trying time. to do the same. I'm trying to get quarantine yeah. swole right now, and it's not going great. My wrist hurts. I think I've carpal tunnel. There's nothing to do but ring bells. Why, you're why, gonna why get your wrist hurts so bad? Big. I honestly got to think it's because of my job because I do the same fucking tapping all day. Like it's, it's the, It actually hurts because of that. I think. My right forearm is getting super swole. Nothing else, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, cult classic That's podcast. the type of joke that people hate. You I know, something that wasn't positive in the movie, but we could take it's positively. A t- it's a T-ball is, joke. Did you see? Did you guys all remember how quickly people just uh, followed Frollo into burning Paris down and drowning gypsies? If everyone could just follow as quickly, don't with listen the news to any misinformation. Yep, yep, and stay indoors. That's a that's a good thing. Like you know, take the information in, but um, maybe not. Make your own call. Maybe not Trump right now. Just well, be my safe. point was be much smart. like Frollo. Just follow his orders blindly. Don't think about it. Just oh. stay. In, just stay inside. Just burn a gypsy. You know. I actually, un- unfortunately, because <laughs> of the time we're in. Maybe don't take everything that the the guy at the top says, but well, listen to true. experts. Just listen. Listen to, to reason mind experts, not insane megalomaniacs. Listen that have to your Phoebuses, your gargoyle friends, um, your doctor you gypsies, whole, whoever's talking. This, you know, yeah, not what important. you want to hear, but what you should hear. So that, okay, that, so that, I think that sums up that. Yeah, that's that probably segment, about but, the most lessons we can gain from Disney uh, that can correlate to our current situation. Should we move on to casting crew? Back right, to boys. cast and crew. Mark, take it over. On to cast and crew. Should we start with Quasi? Quasimodo? I think that's that makes sense. He is the star. Probably should. Um, Tom Hulse is Quasimodo. Upon looking at his IMDb, pretty unfamiliar with his work. Do you guys remember him from anything? In- yeah, I do know him. He's in the movie Parenthood. It's it's like a uh, Steve okay, Martin I've never seen movie. It. Okay. It's a it's a Jones family movie. Well, it's not our movie. It's a Jones family regular, I guess. He I don't plays know. Larry yeah? in the nineteen eighty nine um Parenthood. He's the fuck up brother. Got Can you show kid. me a pic? Oh, I'm gonna look up a pic. And then um he's also in Animal House. Yeah, he's in Amadeus, which I know is a big movie. I don't know his role, but I've never yeah, seen that. He's he's definitely in sure. things, but he's not like a major star that we could probably easily 
convey to you? Uh, who else other than who else other than this guy? I mean, oh, obviously he Dem- does. He, he does have a role. Don't know what it is in a movie that I think I just want to bring up. Stranger Than Fiction, starring Will Ferrell, co-starring Emma Thompson. Okay, you talk about that movie all the time. Do you know where he's at in it? No, I don't know where he's at in it. <laughs> okay, just, just a check. guy. Nobody okay. knows where he's at in these movies, but it's a good movie, and I want to bring it up. Uh, let's great. go through some bigger names. We have Kevin Klein. Um, he plays Ca- Captain Phoebus. The uh, the Phoebus. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm going to say you know Kevin Klein from the movie In and Out from the '90s, but you don't. Um, you would know him from is he in a Treasure Planet too? I'm just he throwing out voice in Treasure Planet. I just threw out some random Kevin Kleins. Um, well, yeah, you showed me the that cat song. human thing. Just check out the movie; it's fine. It's all right. He's in In and Out. He's in a movie called Dave. He's in a fish called Wanda. Wild Wild, Wild West. Very Wild, bad Wild West. movie. Uh, he's Mister Fish Order from uh, Bob's Burgers. He's the voice of their landlord. He does nice. voice work kind of a lot more now. I've noticed. Uh, Rotel Dorado. Camera kind of looks like a, the, yeah. Camera kind of <laughs> is that what you're about to say? No way. Well, no, no, I forgot about that. Neither of you um, said. Well, what, what, what are you even trying to remind? No, no, neither of you said it. I thought we were on the same page, but I like you have like a, a mustache and like kind of a thing shaved in. He oh was, me, he, I, I he, got he's, I got a soul patch, brother. I got soul. He's the main guy from uh, Road to El Dorado, the brunette one. El Dorado, which came out, I believe, like Voice two years again. after this. Shout out Elton John. Nice, um, Cameron. You'll definitely remember him. Um, as the one actor that turns into a donkey from A Midsummer's Night Dream. Oh, duh. No shit. A I own that on my phone. Night Dream. Actually, it's I might give that my favorite Kevin Klein role. Uh, uh, Demi, we have Moore. Cor- Demi Moore is, of course, uh, Esmeralda. Uh, arguably one of the most attractive uh, female Disney characters, I'm going to say. Um, yeah, she <laughs> definitely most underrated. I, I, I could ag- agree with that. Oddly no, I, enough, I will say, um, I'm not going to say the hottest, but definitely the most underrated for sure. Okay. What's the most underrated because people don't remember this fucking movie? Relax. It's weird we'll and there. dark. You, you don't want to show your kids Frollo anymore, you know? I, I mean, I think this movie has a lot of underrated things we'll get to later. Demi Moore, you'll know her from Ghost. You'll know her maybe from some Ashton of those 80 Kutcher movies. for a little bit. There. Not um, much, honestly. St. Elmo's Fire. Ashton Kutcher for a little bit there. Oh, yeah, yeah, really, in our lifetime, just married yeah. Ashton Kutcher and has some famous daughters with Bruce Willis. Married Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, yeah. Um, G.I. Jane, this year, two movies came out for Demi Moore in 1996. We've got Hunchback of Notre Dame and anybody, Striptease. I was going to say, is it Striptease? Because mm-hmm. I did read it like an unverified where this is the second movie she slides down to Poland, but one was animated and this was the animated version. Feast of <laughs> yeah. Fools, she does some pole dancing kind of. Uh, well, who else is in this movie? Funny enough, let's go to Demi Moore, uh, Esmeralda's singing voice. Is Heidi Mollenhauer. It sounds like Demi, Demi Moore. Is that not her? No, it's not. It huh. turns no, out, she definitely had a singing voice. She's just she was a singer at this is kind of unverified, but she was just a singer at a, like a local night bar, and huh. they offered her the role for for the I, for the singing. I bet I she think did they did not a good job ma- matching. Yeah, I probably great. no. I, 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 I that, she, like this is it. I always thought she sang for herself. Huh? Mind blown, man. You're Mountain giving face. her credit. She didn't deserve. Mm, touche. Here's uh, some unverified. She did like two attempts at it, like did some sessions. And she's like, you're going to have to get somebody else to sing for me, obviously. <laughs> unverified, it's the same coach that taught Thomas Jane how to swing. Go back and listen to 61. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? 
Not at all. No. no. Who else? Uh, do we have, do we have, any, do we have any crew? Do we have any artist directors for this movie? Well, we'll uh, let's go. I'll go back to directors after the cast. But, yeah, let's get uh, the cast. Yeah, yeah. We have we have some fun ones. Uh, David Ogden Steers is the archdeacon, uh, uh, like the cl- the clergy at Notre Dame. I can't mm-hmm. exactly think of like off the top of my head what I you know, I know him from, but I know his voice from Disney cartoon, just from voice work he, for sure. He's he's Cogsworth Ratcliffe in Pocahontas. Does anyone know anything live action that he's done? So, so a lot of these people like just do voice work, or at least the majority of. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's an animated feature. Uh, for sure, one of the guards is uh, I don't know his name, but he's he's Patrick from um, SpongeBob. What's that guy's name? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That and it totally like if you listen, it totally sounds like Patrick. His too. his cartoon voice is always. I suppose that voice. the non-mustached uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Next we have, <laughs> next we have Mary Kay Bergman. Um, she was. Th- I mean, this is such a small role. I don't even know why they credited this. Uh, Quasimodo's mother, among some other voices. But huh. she plays most of the voices in South Park. Most of the female voices, I'll say that. Really? Oh, yeah. interesting. Like pretty much all, all of like like. <laughs> Reading here, That's she was funny. also a Mulan ancestor, and okay, so she did a little more Disney work. She stayed on for the company for a bit. Dad. Obviously, I don't know what they get paid, but wouldn't it be great to get? I mean, Any you guys have work? better voices. Me just getting voice work. Uh, also, Daphne from Scooby Doo, Zombie Island, and The Witch's Ghost. Oh shit! I lo- I know I know both of those. She, uh, so she pretty much just stops after like two thousand three, two thousand five. Okay, is she alive? Okay. Did you check I, that? No, I actually. <laughs> yep, that is tough. Actually, Mary Kay Bergman yet died. Ooh, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, but that- she- how do you feel? But wait, wait, in 1999, didn't you say she was the one that went on to work for the South Park stuff? It's yeah. all crumbling. There is no Karen no, no. in HR. Was the lead female voice actress on South Park from the show's 1997 debut until her death. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, any, do, any other voice actors but, or before we move on to directors? Or yeah, we don't, we don't have any of the gargoyles. You got to get them in oh, there. Right, sure. I'll, do, gargoyles. I'll do the gargoyles. There's some pretty good ones. Uh, Jason Alexander. George Obviously, Costanza you know plays yeah, the kind Seinfeld. of the the chubbier looking, uh, not to fat shape, the chuggier, chubbier gargoyle. Chubby bald, you know George George Costanza. I don't know if kids know him. Maybe Seinfeld come in like yeah, it's still syndicated, baby. It's still it's still on TV. You may know him from a role in um, Pretty Woman, just <laughs> Richard Gere's friend, and that's all I know. Shallow Hal, and then making cameos. Jack Black's oh, yeah, friend. Shallow Hal. <laughs> That's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. A while. That's a bad movie. Um, the next gargoyle we're gonna do the kind of like British tall buff one, Charles Kimbrough. I was not as familiar. Voice with sounds him. familiar, but I don't. I can't. Voice sounds anything. super familiar. Yeah, but I, I th- thought I, I, I thought think it, I would. Know I'm him. guessing he just does animated stuff again. It's just a voice actor. Although it does he seem like the gargoyles were more cameo, a little more regular actor, a little Sh- less. Check it out. He d- he doesn't do a lot of stuff. If I'm, I didn't recognize him. Yeah, no, he doesn't. His voice, do a lot. I thought I would know him um, more, but nah. And Mary Mary Wicks was Laverne, the older lady. 
Uh, I believe this was her last movie. In fact, she uh, quick on verified. She didn't finish it. She died before finishing the voice work, and they had to do a, a voice actor to finish her dialogue. So who went on to the second movies, and if they did any like TV animated, the stuff. secret of the bell. The secret Dude, is, um, but Cameron- you, you may remember her. She's uh, she's in Sister Act. She's like the nun who's the choir director, and they gets replaced. Uh, she's the one that sounds exactly like that gargoyle from The Hunchback. <laughs> yeah, she's. I mean, but she has a, a very long career, like starting in like the '30s. She's in like the White White Christmas with Bing Crosby. She's in the '94 Little Women. She's in a bunch of stuff, but you know, as a Did, character actor with that voice in her face, no, I know her. Mo- well, you knew you knew about Mary Weeks. I was just like, I, I, oh I yeah, see. I came I, I came across that one on Verified because they she didn't finish all of her dialogue for this one, so they had to have someone like finish it for for some of the lines. So some of those aren't her; it's just a voice impersonation. She was born okay. in 1910 and um, died in 1995. Had a life. So we have Mary Kay Bergman. She played most of the female voices in South Park, funny enough. Like uh, Stan's wife, yada, yada, yada. It's funny to go from Disney to the South Park uh, camp, especially because I believe it's just the early stuff, right? Right, yeah. Um, She was also a Mulan ancestor, I guess. Um. Yeah, she's the one with a guy. Whose Come on, head give me, uh, give me, give <laughs> no, me, some, give me something here, guys. The, like the first one was so good until we... again bringing up Mulan, our theme, another backslide, less respected, not classic, mid to late nineties animated movie. I think that, I think that one gets a little bit more respect. It gets a live action, that's for sure. Do you think they're going to make some sort of live action freak for us, Jordan? They might. Well, we'll get into that later. There have been are they already are they already in production? Oh, okay, never mind. Well, no, not Disney, not Disney, not yet. But you know, also okay. she was Daphne from uh, from Scooby Doo Zombie Island and The Witch's Ghost. Daphne the redhead or is she the geeky one? I can't she's, remember. Velma's she's the, the geeky one. Okay, uh, but we didn't mention this, but she did pass away in two, in 1999. So she was only the voice of the female characters on South Park for like a three-year span. And then she did keep on with the Disney franchise for the next few years, going on into Mulan. And what was, and what are, I kind of forget what the other one you mentioned. Rolo but, was... Uh, which is sad, but she good. She does it's like some good voice work in there. Ring any bells? Okay. Wink, wink. Wait, voice work, again, I definitely know. It's just not in person. I just know that voice. You know, He's the narrator what? for The Spy Who Shagged Me. Think about that. Think about it. I I can't even think of what that narration sounds like because isn't most of it Basil? Uh, No, he's just in a bunch of animated things. He's Dr. Lipschitz in Rugrats. Huh. Yeah, that that makes sense. (laughs) I do know that character. He did a lot of like TV, uh, straight to video animated stuff. Like, that makes sense. He has a crazy low, deep voice. Yeah. He, I mean, he acted in uh, in live Let's action movies as a ones. younger actor and uh, then went into voice work. So I do have an unverified about him. I'll just bust it out now. Yeah. Um. The the lead animator director of Hunchback worked on Beauty and the Beast, and he liked um the actor that played Frollo so much. From that, I think he's the narrator in Beauty and the Beast, just like right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's like, we got to get him in a movie. What, what's his name? That's a, that's actually a good. That's actually a good crew. Ooh, I got it in my notes. I feel like you can kind of tell that, that Hunchback and Beauty and the Beast seem kind of closer, closely linked more than the other ones surrounding it. There's a lot of cinematography that I can I, I agree with you about that because like they tried to make it seem like his actual camera moving 
around in some spots. Like, um, so that'll actually go into one of my. F- they have similar look. I believe that Beauty and the Beast was the first, the 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 first of the Disney animateds to use some CGI in the ballroom scene and stuff. Yeah, the ballroom scene. Yeah, I the remember dance hearing scene. big about that. And you can see in this one, they didn't use a crazy amount of it, but definitely like the mob scenes where they have torches and 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 like we different have, yeah, fire we have a, a aspects couple of good ones, the actually. lava. I believe they use CGI. Right. Uh, Jim Cummings plays. He well, it will funny enough. He is Pete from Goofy Movie, the the big like kind of oh, hardo okay. neighbor. Oh, funny he's enough, also Nicole the was river. Just watching an extremely Goofy movie last night, so it's very fresh in my head. Is that the is one that where the, he skateboards? That's just the Goofy movie, right? Yeah, that's the one with uh, yeah, yeah. It's the T Max games. It's the Goofy movie, movie. That one's yeah. awesome. Love that one. Still love that one. Uh, he's the River Centaur in Hercules. Uh, sure. Yeah, I can. Yeah. He's cat in the series Cat Dog on Nickelodeon. Remember that show? Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, I was always more of a dog guy. I assume we all were. Uh, <laughs> no, Which one was the dumb one? Which one was the dog was the one? dumb one? The cat was the the cunning evil it's one. Like angry oh, evil then ways. I'm a then I'm a cat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Ed Sorry. from Lion King. Razul from Aladdin. Okay, so he, oh nice. So he's a company man. He he got in a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so, so he had like Disney, such a small role in this movie, but I felt like he was like Disney kind of and a Nick set. though. He was in he was in both Disney of the Disney and Nick. Yeah, he, he, he was uh, double. I mean, I think what I think when you're out there, you're out there, you know, and you get the work out there. <laughs> Living in the sun. <laughs> um. So directing is a team of two people: Gary Truesdell and Kirk Wise. Uh, they also double teamed on Beauty and the Beast, Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Oh, nice. Um, and maybe Oliver and Company? Hmm. Uh, not, not a big fan two, of that. Two myself. forgotten oh, ones. I love in there Oliver and Company. One major hit in there and two kind of forgotten ones. Uh, they well, both, three counting this one. Um, Gary Truesdale wrote for The Lion King and Oliver and Company, and the other director, Kirk Wise. Uh, executive produced for Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Oh, nice. Little, little fun tidbits there. But also that does get some of that animation thing I was talking about. That it, so it's the same teams, and that's that's why. You know, that Early teams, yeah. Well, I also think you'll find that like animation, computer animation, r- real effects, they kind of go through like secular waves. It's like, I bet this Disney animation, I bet a lot of other things that were animated still kind of had this flavor at this time. Well, yeah, but on top of that, like like with Hercules, everything got like a specific look to kind of fit more like culturally. And same with Mulan. They started doing a lot of that. I though, absolutely so, like, hate the look of Hercules. Yeah, but, Always yeah, but like what I'm saying is like these three around the same time, they didn't really change. There was like I a mean, team, gra- team of people. Granted, they were all a yeah. little more like... Paris, France, like fairy tale kind of looks anyway, so they were a little more matched. But yeah, but you're but even, saying the characters, yeah, even the, the character look, saying. the human, everything looked kind of like the same universe. Mm-hmm. Kind of it's like uh, it's like like uh, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty. Like there's the yeah, early those day. are all kind of the yeah. there's all like eras of Disney. Yeah, 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 those all have their own looks too. Who else do we have here in the so the writers of this movie, or sorry, the writer besides Victor Hugo, may he rest hmm. in peace. Source material, True. source. Uh, Toby Murphy, he wrote also for Tarzan and Brother Bear. Kind of fun. One, one. Never even seen Brother Bear. Yeah, we all great we, we watched it as a Brother family. It's just you forgot it. It wasn't good. Is it it's got a great song though. We, no, it's Phil Collins. Tell everybody oh, so I'm on my way. They were trying to write off that Tarzan wave, but the story was weaker, and people didn't even like Tarzan that much. It's just our generation kind of clicked with it because I mean we were young enough. That's a case where it's a great 
song, People bad like movie, Tarzan? much like no, Wild Wild not West. Not much, no. I don't I think, think so. We did I think we did? Didn't we? Uh, yeah, I think we did. I, I think, think we did. Yeah, exactly. I think collectively our age group did. And I think there's sometimes Tarzan's like. Great soundtrack. Great but soundtrack, but uh, yeah, like I don't think people like the movie as much. Which I get great it. You got Insync, you got Phil Collins, you got. And you know what I want to argue? I almost think this is a, a an underrated great tar- um, soundtrack as well. But I don't think people like that as much. You know, vibrato. There's a lot of vibrato. There's a I lot love of vibrato. Oh, it sounds like it sounds like I'm making songs, weird yeah. noises. Yeah, keep it coming all day, every day. I think yeah, that, that pretty that much probably it. sums up the uh, the cast and crew. Let's uh, move on to likes and favorite aspects. Likes and favorite aspects. I mean, overall, I think we can probably just say it's a Disney movie. If it's a Disney original and it's not a sequel and a money grab, it's usually a pretty solid story. No, I agree with that. I mean, I think this one is very sing songy, eh? I think a lot of people hate the music from this one. It's very churchy. It's very chanty. Oh. It's a low baritone voice, and it's very Broadway. Gregorian aspects this, for sure. Yeah. You know what? Those so are I guess, um, hate I'll, this. I guess Come on. on that, that note, I th- I'll statement. go into my favorite I'm not saying, aspect. I do. I think people do, though. I didn't say me, but here's the thing, though. I do actually. I really, one of my really favorite this. aspects is the Gregorian chanty kind of like kind of shit in the background. I actually dig it. Love it. I I love the music. That might be my favorite aspects. Out there, banger. Heaven's light. Banger, God it's help Evans the Light gypsies! Is a is a, 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 a black horse? For yeah, me. I know, and they just sneak it I, in there. They sneak it, it in there. It, it really it, is. It contrasts uh, with Hellfire. Sorry, Cameron, I'm just I'm going off here. Well, yeah, it's even, the Heaven's Light. The hellf- is it's amazing. like Hellfire. Well, not even that. I, I Mostly, agree. you think of uh, God Save the People as kind of like the pretty uplifting song, but it's Heaven's Light. That's the one that's better than it. That I I actually think that the if you were to take the more um, stereotypical Disney songs like. Mm-hmm. Festival of Fools, take it or leave it. Whatever. That's a dime a dozen. That's it. an every leave Disney it. movie. It's more of a, I mean, vi- it's more of a it, visual than a melody. It's a visual thing. thing. Leave it. Yeah. But uh, Bells and Heaven's Dawn, Light, kind of good. a good starter. It is. And and dark. 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 Right away. Dark. Ominous tones. And I like Cameron, I like the Gregorian chants or whatever they call them. Yeah. It kind of like it put me in a dark place uh, watching the intro earlier. I just did that. Uh, this is. This is too much, Disney. <laughs> That's my favorite aspect. It's it's the dark, weird tones of this movie. It's dark that are odd. It's 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 ominous. It's kind of like God versus good, and like the inner demons within. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, normal kid movie. I stuff. mean, even go through like these titles of these uh, songs here. Uh, Bells Notre Dame, got it. God help the outcasts. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> Hellfire. Scary. Scary. Paris burning. Okay. Nah. Sanctuary. <laughs> okay. And he shall smite the wicked. Someday, God help the outcasts. <laughs> Reprise. Reprise. <laughs> exactly. And then um nice. my, my second note. So I I guess we're all in the same boat. Like it's kind of an underrated soundtrack or score, whichever you want to call it. It's dark. It is dark. I like the darkness though. I like the darkness. So but while to we're go while we're talking that, about it, just, sorry. Uh, quick unverified i think this was one they were considering doing pg one of the second or third disney movies they tried to do PG yeah I, for. I have a few unverifieds about this but it was too dark people thought it was too dark apparently yeah, that's an un, it's an unpopular um aspect i don't know if i liked it as much as a kid but rewatching i'm like this is weird i'm like disney I was like trying this. to put it in the black cauldron club 
which I don't remember. Yeah, I saw that. I don't remember Black Cauldron, but yeah, uh, they said there's another, like there's the another one too. Fuck. Uh, what is it? One sec. I think the Aristocats. No. I think that's what I read. Oh, so night, this night, would have been Nightmare the, Before Christmas. The, oh no, you read oh, the Aristocrats Arist- Arist- thing was like that was the first movie since then, and another one to have like damn and hell in it as like swear oh, words. It was like yeah, a strong language it. thing. That's uh, likes and favorite aspects. What else do we like about this movie? I, oh, I you actually, know what? I do like that this is a movie that has a uh, nope. It has a combined universe. We'll get to this on verified, but it has touches from Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and it has like Easter eggs within the movie. Which no, lo- that that's not a combined universe. That's that's like it's Disney Easter eggs. Movies are re- it's just Easter eggs. Easter funny Easter eggs. Easter eggs. But, that's, but I like that. I like when there are like it is within the Disney like universe that they're throwing like Easter eggs. It's been like hey oh. <laughs> Uh, I do. I do even like though when like like all the they it creates lore and like fandom too. How like people think that like the brother that Tarzan might be the brother of the Frozen sisters and how it's all like the same kingdoms and like realms and shit. So like I do love this kind of shit. plays into this that like in this but movie, in this you one have... I, I I read the same and you don't have to keep this. You can see Bella in this one, like clearly. Puma from Lion King's in it. You have the yeah. Beast in this Puma. as well. And, and you have, but but it's like you, you can Aladdin's, literally you like have clearly magic see carpet them. in this as, movie as well. So there actually I did not are, see no, the magic it's carpet. A, it's a, it's at the beginning when um it's like a. He's just he's yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I have one last favorite aspect for this movie. Yeah, yeah, and and I know you could take a lot of animated movies and like probably agree with this, but the cascading light they have in some of their backgrounds in uh in the cathedral, I really like the way it looks. It is good animated lighting. They do have like a lot of different good things with the uh, mosaics and shit. That one, like specifically, I'm watching. I'm like, man, they're just killing this cascading light coming through, and then um the mistreatment of um. Freaks, I like. That. <laughs> Do you like the mystery bit or the representation of stopping? Oh, no, it? he likes all the uh, the vegetables being thrown. I like at angry the freaks. mob mentality. Right, right, I like right. people, you mob know. mentality. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, it could be a Simpsons episode. Sometimes it's great. Uh, should we move on to unverified? Let's do it. I mean, overall, once again, one we're doing this because he's someone who is quarantined at the top of a bell tower. We're in quarantine, but also. It's kind of a forgotten Disney movie that people don't like as much because it's weird and dark, and we like it, and we're doing it. All right, uh, let's get into Unverified. This one is Jordan Jones Unverified. Underrated fucking movie. Pretty decent soundtrack. That's what people on the blogs are saying. That's what people are saying. That is completely unverified by Jordan Jones. Uh, here's something we kind of talked about but is really not verified the hellfire song is considered the darkest disney song and was nearly cut from the film because that's kind of what almost got them from a g to a pg rating is that song i mean practically is the is the word flagellate where you like you whip yourself in the back while you're doing it like religious people like when when you're punishing yourself yeah yeah i i I surprised he did not do that in fact i have it all just under here like due to the 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 dark and sexual themes this was near this was almost the third disney film to become pg uh since black cauldron and nightmare before christmas were the other two so this would have been the third to get to get it (laughs) i mean when i watched it i'm like i said to megan this cannot be g right this has to at least be pg I mean, you're borderline almost PG-13 if you just saw a little more blood. There's almost an yeah, exactly, more blood. There's an arrow kill. There's like just the whole to go on the dark times with you. So often, like uh, a 
patriotic or what's it matriotic or a mother or father dies of the lead character mm-hmm. happens all the time in Disney movies, just like this one. Quasimodo's mom dies, but you you often never see the death happen on screen. In most other Disney movies, it's either cut away or imply death off screen. But in this one, Quasimodo's mom gets hit, gets shoved, and bleeds it? out the head. Gets hit, hits the step. Well, she gets smacked. Her head hits the stairs, and she bleeds. There's blood. Actually, there's blood. I think it- isn't there? It doesn't yeah, like there's, there's no, like there's blood not. on her head. No, I, there's not. After I re, after no, I read that, not. totally is. There's, there's, actually, there's blood yeah. on the head. Yeah. Check it out. Um, supposedly one when they're panning over the rooftops, like from Quasimodo's like viewpoint, mm-hmm. one of the roofs has a uh, satellite dish on it. Oh, I also read that. I've never seen that. I'm gonna be on the lookout for it now. Look out for it now, though. This one, this one, I, this one I like because this went along with what I said at the beginning. This is an underrated movie. <laughs> Former Disney CEO Michael Eisner has been on on the record that this is his favorite Disney film. I don't know what that says about him. Weird is what it says. But there you go. I, I the weird choice. Maybe it's the only one he seems like. I don't really like Disney movies. It's not my fucking thing. <laughs> Imagine this, if you will. Uh, the opening scene where Clopin is singing the bells of Notre Dame was just a spoken word thing, and they tried that out two different times before. It was weird. The bells, 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 bells of Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, I, I read that. I just I can't even picture it because it's it's very long. Yeah, it's like super long. You can't speak words for that long with it, like spoken word. I mean, you can say words that long. Beauty and the Beast and stuff. I mean, they do. I mean, a lot of the Disney movies do start with some sort of like dialogue preposition to set the scene, but they are much shorter typically. Yeah, that's called narration. That's not spoken fucking word. True. (laughs) There's a big difference between narrating and speaking. It's not slam poetry. Spoken word. It's different. You're right. It is not slam poetry. Um, I mean, anything I like, else? I feel like this is like a throwaway just because anytime the animators get like into any specific culture, like just vibe, they usually stay there, or, like study it. Like they used to have like lions come in for Lion King, but to stay sure. consistent, they went to Notre Dame for like a few weeks and they had like apartments and places to stay at like Disney Paris because it had recently opened. So because of that, they just had access to kind of Notre Dame for like a while to. Along that note, I read that this was the first um, Disney feature film to be animated in all four of their studios. They did it in Burbank, California, Orlando, and like Europe Disney, which is in France. That's kind of crazy. Bette Midler sang another version of God God Help the Outcast, but she replaced the word gypsy with humble to keep it a little more PC. And it's a longer version for some reason. She added more. Yeah, it ha- it, it like kind of becomes a duet in the middle. I listened to it just to see what's up. I was going to. Not a to, big Bette Midler fan. You're not missing anything. I mean, it's on, it's on Apple Music. You could listen to it. It's there. It's part of the soundtrack. I guess it's a studio trademark to have a habitual barefoot character. So someone who is just mostly barefoot throughout the movie. And in this one, it's Esmeralda. She doesn't wear shoes at all. I'm trying to... I did read that. And even for... Um, like the whole... I want to say Gypsy. I mean, like the homeless man. like Or the, the guy who always just like get, like gets in the gauntlet. He's barefoot. I'm free. I mean, he's also barefoot. I'm probably sure someone in Hercules is always barefoot, but that's, I mean, some people have goat feet, so that's kind of a cheat. Um, Aladdin, people are barefoot. barefoot. Pocahontas, I guess. I don't know. I guess that's a thing that I never knew about that they do. I don't think it's a thing. I'll have to look for, I'll look for it now, but I bet that it's not, it's not much of a thing. Completely accurate. It's all I really have up front verified. This one kind of had a lot though, but after a while I just stopped looking because, uh, not all, okay, of them so in, like, not all of them are very interesting. I don't know. We probably gave you 10, and there's probably like 60 like, 
oh, this movie is set in like 1500 and the, the, the windows didn't look like this and the gargoyles didn't look like that. Fuck off. It's a, it's, it's a Disney movie. Okay. As dark as it is, it's just, it's the best, you know, you know, though, if there are any like linked universe movie to movie kind of things, other than the ones we said about Aladdin, like people being in it. But if this is a kingdom somehow related to another kingdom by cousins or some shit, and it's all related, tell me that. Tell me that through email. Me and my cousins and you and your cousins. Yeah, you got it. Uh, Should we move on? What's the next category? You know, initial uh, comment, Clopin, he has his fingers in a lot of things. He has a puppet show out front. He runs the Court of Miracles. He runs also the Festival of Fools. He's doing everything, man, in, in Paris. He's a good MC. I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he's he's kind of he like, like the a hype um, man. Is he the head gypsy? Because it seems like maybe that's kind of Esmeralda. Well, he's it's the head. Like, gi- yeah, he's the spokesperson for the gypsies. I it's believe. almost like he, he's just that guy in town who's like really into local government. Government. He's part of a bunch of like clubs <laughs> and a, co- a bunch of societies. You know, Clopin's everywhere. He also just has that puppet show. He's also kind of the court jester. I mean, it seems like he's Frollo's like jestery. He's de- he's yeah, very jestery. You don't run the Festival of Fools without having a laugh or two, Mark. But like, not only that, like, just from his puppet show, how we're being told this story, it's very high production. It's high quality. It's well told. I don't understand why Frollo, like, he could probably capitalize on this, to be honest. Like, all these gypsies, like, j- charge maybe $5 a head. I think Five. he is, but literally a head in murder. I think he is capitalizing no, on this. that's what I'm saying. Way. Don't murder people, Frollo. You've got to just exploit them. So different. I've I've got a question that so Frollo obviously hates gypsies, correct? Yeah, actually, I, my next comment was I wish I was as Seems passionate like about it. anything as much as he hates gypsies. But as much as his dislike for gypsies, yeah. it didn't seem like it became a murderous. Um, what's a word where you're just so passionate about it? You um, burned all of your. Town. It didn't become <laughs> it didn't become an obsession until he fell in love with Esmeralda. Well, that's from our point of view in the story. This is like the fourth time Paris is burned. Because of him? Yeah. He's like, we'll burn the streets. I fucking tell you we will. <laughs> we'll burn them. I was like, we all know. We yeah, this, all know. This is like the only oh, no, burning. no, not again. This is, this is the only burning in our story. But yeah, there's been a couple burnings. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's like another hunchback summoned to like, uh, I don't know, say Eiffel Tower? Um, I believe there's at least a few more hunchbacks within Paris that just don't have as good jobs, you know? Guys, I'm pretty sequel. sure most of those end up in a well. <laughs> Well, yeah, like, from what, from no what, doubt. From what we, saw I think we're looking at Yikes. one of the only ones. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer here, but it seems like there were other ones that end up in the bottoms of wells. <laughs> True. I'm not trying to be rude. Here. The well, was it's the just, first. It's option. just the facts. Uh, I just have a question. So for you I, guys. I did. I did read a little bit of facts. All right. Mm-hmm. So in in this movie, Stop. it seems like that some now, of the gypsies, well, at least Esmeralda, is like of Spanish descent. So Quasimodo, Quasimodo's mom is like darker skin, some sort of ethnicity. He's white with red hair. Mm-hmm. There was this explanation she I read online. Ginger, eh? He's a ginger, right? So I read this explanation online that many people, if they had a disformed baby during that time, would have maybe just put them in the woods to die. So maybe that wasn't his real mom, but just found him and like took care of him. I don't know if that's true or not. No, that seems to no. be an actual... like. She, I don't know. She had sex with the mailman who happened to be a white ginger. It could have been, hmm. but unlike interesting, his interesting. mom, he is um, grossly misfigured as well. <laughs> so I don't know. It seems what like there might have been like mutations like as well. Cousin? But that was one thing had that kept showing up. Her 
I don't know what. I don't no, know. How I, we got I don't that. know. I don't think anyone. I think you you're speculating. I don't think we are. I'm not here to speculate. I just know that 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 did show up a lot. I got a question for you guys. Who's just your ahead. favorite? Who's your favorite Disney sidekick? In this one, we have the gargoyles. Uh, we have we have Mushu and Mulan. We have Eddie Murphy, which is a pretty strong contender. You have Robin Williams as the genie. I'm gonna be honest. I think Mushu's the most underrated. I think I Mushu's think the best. He's the funniest. It's but it's either, yeah, it's either Eddie Murphy or Robin Williams. I mean, I get Iago's kind of a sidekick. No, in, uh, Eddie, Aladdin. Robin Williams is not. What, what, what are you talking about? Uh, Aladdin. I'm just talking yeah. Disney sidekicks. Who's your favorite? But I wouldn't compare like that's that's a bad comparison because I feel like um, Genie's like an actual character. It would be like Abu would be his sidekick. Oh, that's true. Actually, you know what I mean. Like, so the, it actually it's funny. Like Disney kind of has like two yeah. levels of sidekicks. They often have like the cricket like, Mushu is Mulan's sidekick. It's not even Mushu. That's it's got to be things it's like that, like confusing. the raccoon from Pocahontas. Unless you're talking like like comedic well, uh, relief. Well, in that Those case, though, re- like, I, I, well, in this one, though, it's the gargoyles, and they have speaking parts. They're characters, too, though. So this one's a little more confusing then, I guess. I'm counting any, I'm counting any secondary character that's not the lead as, like, the sidekick, though. Cause that's the, fine. It's more, Make it, that's I, fine. I'm, I'm thinking more of the Robins to Batmans than um, uh, Alfred. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I have a comparison to that. I think it's just that there's two layers of sidekicks. There's, like, the... Kind of more like a dog, right like their trusty friend. An animal friend. that doesn't speak, just kind of a and friend. And then like a featured secondary player that is just comic relief. I so depending on how you want to say how however you see it. I'm sticking Mushu. Mushu's underrated. I think some people dislike him. Genie's like the biggest star out of all of them, obviously. Mm, Will Smith, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Took, took a second yep, to land, was, but it got there. I was a little late it on that. They got um. Yeah, I guess it, just off the top of the dome, I think Mushu's the funniest that people don't remember. Oh, you know what though? Lumiere is pretty badass from Beauty and the Beast. Be our guest. He's, he's quick funny. with the joke he's and light up your smoke, and he's a little pervy. I might go Lumiere. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Oh, I oh, forgot shit. about that one. That's, That's a good one. Better too. one. Mm. That's a funny yeah. one. Yeah, and they are one. double. They're they're a double duo too. Okay, I have a question, an animosity, a comment. Hold on, let- I think I'm going to split the room here. But how do we feel about the vibrato? Out there, it's a bit much for me. I like the songs, but I do. You I do mean, nail it perfectly. It is a lot, though. It's a lot. It's a bit much. It's a bit I guess too much. Is it too much. Maybe I didn't know exactly what that word was, but I I guess I love vibrato. Like, because I love Out There a lot. You know what's interesting about Out There? The big note of that song is, like, in the middle of the chorus. It is. It's, like, in yeah. the middle of the song. It, it's actually, like, that part. It's weird. And it's not even that end. big of a note. Because it goes, like, just to live one day out there. there yeah, there. It's, it's the one. No, it's still it's there. It's the just, day. That's the bigger part, not the out there part. It's weird. Is that weird, right? No, it's not weird. I'm agreeing with you. It's interesting though, but it, it, I'm saying, is it weird structurally? It's just oh, like, yes, it's there. weird structurally. Like, I don't think it's weird that you're bringing it up. I thought that's weird. Is oh it, no, is what it? I'm about to bring up is weird. No, I'm just, what, what's that? I, I didn't have <laughs> it's just gonna be some sex stuff with. Well, I got one though. for you, animosity. This big idiot would have fallen and died by now. All that just swinging around he's doing on some of those loose structures. Dead. He's not parkouring. He's too heavy. I do have a question about that. Sure. 
Does it seem like he didn't know he had that skill before he started doing it? Yeah, because I know he's ringing bells, ringing bells, ringing bells. Well, no, even Phoebus was like, you've done this before, right? And he's like, nah. Okay, so that answers my question. He just did not have them. No. Just a skill he didn't know. I had no clue. You know what I do like? This is a weird one. This is a weird like. Sure. Uh, trickle down. I like his arm hair. I'm like, yeah. You would okay, so so how old is hmm. how old is Quasi? Nineteen. I know the answer because they say it. He says twenty. Oh, what? Oh, that's close. When do they really say? Close. Yeah, Qua- um, Frollo's like twenty. I'm gonna take care of this problem that I should have twenty years ago. I assume. Oh, okay, that makes I sense. assume that was really could have been anything. Oh, he was actually four when he was in that swaddle. That's like why he's all deformed. <laughs> Jesus like four years Christ! Old. Yeah, you're right. you're right. I guess I don't know his age then. It's a premature baby. <laughs> oh, also, I kind of brought this up earlier, but just quick comment. His forearms are jacked, and he would kill on America with Ninja Warrior nowadays. His forearms, yeah, I in mean, comparison to the rest of his body, crazy grip strength. Salmon ladder. The whole parkour no aspect. And, and it seems like he can hold on for a long time. We'll have with, with weight on his like back. He's little, carrying little, people. Little, What's that? Little oh, figurines. Just to, like, he's got, he's got sausage fingers. Oh, yeah, fingers, he's been whittling. Knows, like, he's he, just, he has precision. He's delicate. He's good with whittling. He can carry weight on his back, too. Not only is he just doing this climbing, he's doing it with like 120, 160 pounds armor swords on him. You know? <laughs> At the end, just really freak strength. Oh, yeah. You know what would be sad, though? Hmm. So, like, the first thing in Ninja Warriors, you got to, like, jump across those, like, four things, yeah. like, the panels. Those, those like, I think that's going to be tough for Quasi. I think that's going to be really tough. He doesn't tough. have legs. He's top heavy. He has a limp. He's just going to grab on and hold on. Just to make it for reals, though, what is your favorite song? Quick question. So, honestly, before I rewatched this, I would have said Out There. But Heaven's Light really creeped up on me. Interesting. Before this, Big I would have maybe said... uh uh, God save the whatever. But now I think my funny enough, the same thing happened that I think it is heaven's light for me too. Now after watching it this time. So I'm, I'm on agree, uh, in agreement with like the heaven's light thing. It, it was mm-hmm. an undiscovered gem or a rediscovered gem. It, um, I, th- I th- out there is still just the banger. It, it is. I mean, out there is definitely the banger. I, I couldn't agree more. I still love that song. I play it for you guys when I'm drunk all the time. <laughs> True. That's, what I forget that's hyperbole, but is the, I do bring it up. Is the whole uh, Frollo thing being included to that song? And you default. Oh, the beginning. I wouldn't have brought it up. They don't just call that a new song. It's a whole long, weird song. It's it's a twelve minute song that has ebbs and flows. (laughs) (laughs) It has ups and downs. I love. Actually, I didn't say it, but that. And you are ugly. That part How is like... How much would you hate this movie if it was all spoken word? If it's like, oh, I got an idea for this movie. We're going to keep it groovy. We're going <laughs> to just like speak, speak sing all I mean, I'm it. not trying to insult any spoken word out there. I'm sure there's many great examples, but of course, everybody would hate it. The only spoken <laughs> like, word oh. slamming I can think of is, so I married an axe murderer. Woman! Woman! <laughs> yeah, oh, but God. they were making fun of it. Um, to go on to, to Hellfire... Sure. Is that like a is that a a toe tapper? No, but is it awesome? Is it fun stuff? Is it weird? Yeah. You don't get a lot of baritone jammers, you know, so it's good to get a low range song for someone like me. But like the animation with it, when those hooded like terrifying. judging figurines, what are they? Oh, terrifying is all I said. I like them. It's got some eyes wide shut. On verified, the animators the had to redo the Esmeralda in the flames drawing because it looked like she was too naked, and they were like, "You need to put more robes on this cartoon drawing because it looks like a naked fel- Hellfire woman." I bet part of the naked. problems with that song, the the ratings, there's like, eh, it's too sexual. Oh, do you know what's a trickle down like though? Right after Hellfire, Frollo shows up late to like a meeting with uh, Rebus. Mm-hmm. 
What's his name? Phoebus. 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 <laughs> Is it V or B? Fe- like a PH. Phoebus. 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 Sorry. Sun God. He shows up late to a meeting with Phoebus, and they're like, "You look awful, Frollo. What is?" He's like. Bad fire stuff. I was like, I had trouble with the fireplace last night, and Phoebus is like, okay, weird. Even for this time period, it's weird. Uh, And then to go back to that, there's one other funny, like, the interaction. Um, After Frollo decides to kill Quasimodo, he, like, runs up, uh, he he breaks himself into Notre Dame. He runs into, like, the high priest or the monk. Mm -hmm. And uh, the high priest or the monk's like, Frollo, have you gone mad? And I just wish that there was, like, a close-up on his eyes. It's like, quite obviously, he's gone oh, spe- Like, I know he's a little prickly. Speaking of that, like, Frollo, you're saying? You were sort of, like... Uh, yeah. There's been there's yeah. so many close-ups of him just like... <laughs> I've gone mad. Yeah. I've lost my mind. I've lost all my marbles. <laughs> it almost oh, feels spe- like a... Speaking like a, of fucking uh, Hook, there, it, uh, there's a... Go back there's and a, listen to our episode of Hook. <laughs> there's a point at the end where the girl comes up and, like, touches his face. It just totally, it, oh, it totally yeah. just reminded me of like, Peter, you're doing it. You're Peter. doing it, Peter. I, sw- I swear to God, I t- I turned to Megan. You're doing <laughs> no, it. You're doing it, Peter. <laughs> I said it right at the end. It's at the end where I guess the little girl gives it the A-OK that uh, we accept him. Um, rewatch the end of this movie with this in thought. After she does that, they like lead him, I guess, to like a party and accepting. I turn to Megan. I go, "They're gonna throw him. <laughs> They're gonna get him out of his town." Uh, so uh, animosity, uh, animosity, topsy turvy day. You're just winning, being like the fuck ugliest dumb shit in Paris, and it's for sure now. Like, and if you're like semi ugly, cool. you get like shoved in a mud pile with yeah, all well, your friends. Yeah, that's a well, that's a rough comment, dismissal. There's like two times where like the city of Paris is quick to go into mob mentality. One, topsy trivia day. Throwing shit immediately. And two, just like the end when they're just storm like Notre Dame like, oh, we're going to war with the government and the church? Yeah, fuck it. I'm down with that. We, we were, were getting burned. Yeah, guess like, the, we were in agreement with the government and the church, weren't we? The que- the question At is the start, you show up as like, you show turning, up as a mob turning sides. Granted, Frollo has been burning Paris for like the tenth time for the last like four days, and like you know, but you know, what can you, what can you do? If, if you guys, if you guys were in that time period and you went to the the town gathering, you bring in fruit, you bring in something to throw. Yeah, I'm bringing. You bring I'm in bring I have like a I have like a Batman utility belt of like eggs and vegetables, so like I could just <laughs> just rob well, tomatoes. I'm, I'm in a mob. I want to be hands free. You know. <sighs> I'm bringing like six will, overripe okay. tomatoes. Overripe. Yeah, yeah that's what, what you're doing. Yeah, that's what you need. I don't. I don't think that you should throw tomatoes at um, the less fortunate. But when Cameron and I went to, um... <laughs> I feel like you're about to out me on something I got drunk and don't remember doing. What do we do? No, 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 no. This is completely fine. Abroad? When we, when we, so the only, Go on. the only relatable, the only relatable experience that I think we both had is we went to Rocky Horror Picture Show, the live screening, okay. and you got to throw oh, shit okay. communally. Like toilet paper? That yeah, was fun. So who that knows? That was good fun. Yeah. Yeah, but the difference is, like, that was throwing fruit at freaks, and we were freaks throwing things at f- the air. <laughs> and no, yeah, and I know. No we one. were in the right. I know. I don't think you should throw stuff no. at freaks. We are. But when in Rome, do hey, as the question, French mob I got a few questions about Phoebus. Number one, do you think there's something up with him? Because he's like an apparent war hero, but he's pretty lazy and like, uh, I don't know, just easygoing. Like, maybe he's trying to make up for a bunch of atrocities on the battlefield. Well, we don't know what he got called back That's for. That's true. We but know he's that. just way too lazy to deal, deal It seems for like, like he had a, a reputation, right? That's why he was hired, possibly. Yeah, it seems like he would have quickly been like, oh, we need to burn this house down with these people inside. 
Got it. Immediately and- got googly eyes for Esmeralda. <laughs> Who didn't? Some people do the right thing. Some people talk to their gargoyles about it. And some people go mad with lust. Everybody deals with Esmeralda differently. <laughs> Witchcraft. Uh, quick animosity. <laughs> Um. Oh shit! I lost it. Oh, I hate when some people have accents and some people don't. Most people are just American. Then every once in a while we have like shocker. It's like the guards and like secondary B characters. It's never like a star, but I am surprised they didn't. They really, for being set in France, very minimal to almost no French. Should have kept, kept, kept it. No. Kept it. No. Clopin's kind of like an accent. We're not exactly sure what Clopin. Just as his own thing. I don't think it's French. More flamboyant than anything. It's eh? European. He is true. He's more like eccentric flamboyant. You know that he has a studio. Like he doesn't have lots of friends though. (laughs) No, I'm just saying he has lots of acquaintances and he knows people, but no close. Yeah, again, he's busy. He's part of this alliance, this council, this part of the. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's busy. He's a busy guy. Oh, this just popped in my head. Just another scary demonic Mm -hmm. thing. Kudos to getting in the catacombs of Paris, scaring the shit also, out of Also, like everybody. animosity, though. Like, if you're giving Quasimodo, who I believe in the novel is a little slow and definitely deaf, why wouldn't you tell him, like, I'm giving you a map. This is a map to Paris. <laughs> don't make it Don't make it a riddle okay, and a so- clue. It's already a fucking <laughs> riddle. Tell, tell the guy. That went way I, over I decided. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I decided to do. I, I'm just talking about this movie, and I'm not talking about Victor sure. Hugo's book. Just I, it'd be tough, you know. I, I there's obviously a lot of things that they change. For when this you movie. hold I don't this in your hand, it's that something about podcast. the city in your hand. It's a map, quasi. It's a fucking map, though. Yeah, I I read one thing like what is the age difference between Quasimodo, Phoebus, and then like Esmeralda, but I didn't want to go into it. If he was off fighting in the war, I think I think he's probably uh, like what, 40, said, 30? Yeah. And let's say Esmeralda is anywhere between twelve, 12 and like 40. a kid and... I I just don't know. I don't know. So I don't want to get into that. I do Quasimodo's twenty ish. I'll tell you what I do want to get into though. Uh that big ass fireplace. I want a, like a fireplace that I could stand in to build like a huge ass fire in my house. I'm more thinking of that. Well, I'm glad the you brought up that room. Scene, the Frollo scene, but like uh, also, House on Haunted Hill, or, or The Haunting, or whatever that movie's called, but with, with Catherine Zeta-Jones. Uh, the Haunting, the Haunting. Believe, right? A big old fireplace, just a walk-in fireplace. I want one. Frollo's fireplace room looks to be about 50 yards long and only have a fireplace in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Hellfire Room. That's his Hellfire Le- Room. But based on like how he rolls, there's definitely... Like eyes wide shut orgies in there, or at least oh, for in sure. His Actually, mind. that is ninety percent of his property. His bed is just in another room. That's about all he has. Less of the fireplace, more of the uh, cauldron of molten lava that was at the top of the. No oh, shot. I... Is, is that a thing? Do we, is that up there okay. right now? Oh, so... that is a question. So at the end of the movie, Quasimodo builds up a cauldron of lava or whatever. So best case scenario, Where... he's had the time to be thinking about this or his gargoyles, and they've melted down metal, but. But molten is steel that just, is that big is that the big mary bell yeah we had the oh, belts we melted all the bells that's the secret of the bells yes. they're gone the bells are gone that's the sequel that's we need the some mary new ones bell. here's the thing though that's big mary okay, so they have like one cauldron of lava where is like the rivers of lava going through the streets of paris coming <laughs> from or is that just like you know the crowd's obviously quick to riot they're like burn everything we need we to also burn. have cauldrons of molten lava it's what, it's Do you know what, what the real question is? To any get together. 
So they have an absurd amount of lava pouring out of there, right? Right. Uh, Too much. But then after, like, so it looks like that was going to be there for at least more than half a day, right? There's at least a bunch of new lava rock down there that's like the new ground and their stores are gone. It would at least be smoldering, right? At the end of the movie, like, um, after, after Quasimodo's like, oh, I guess you two are a couple and I'm just... You know, I'm just happy to be out of the, you know, the attic. I'd be or back whatever. to masturbate with my bells, but I melted them all down and poured them over the edge. So I guess you guys are just going to all see me up there in an empty bell, t- bell tower. <laughs> I'm used what to it. What do you think Quasimodo's dick looks like? Is it deformed? Is it regular? It's not straight. He's got, a, he's got a hammer. <laughs> I think he's got a hammer, too. He's got a, I think he's he's got an you absolute mistaking his, You guys are mistaking his arms. From, like, the waist down, he is borderline, like, He's got an absolute Why do you think he walks hog. with such a limp and hunched over? Saying a big dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that limp isn't because of deformity. He's a hideous Rod monster, but I respect his giant hog. A Quick huge comment. Hammer. Okay, so when uh, Phoebus is getting away on Frollo's horse, and he's like, don't hit my horse. And then there's roughly a cloud of arrows that blocks the sun that's going all around the horse. Yeah, they hit the horse. Every Everybody hit the horse at least once. Like, we didn't see them <laughs> yeah. hit the horse. Phoebus gets hit, and then he falls over the water. But there are enough arrows in the air that that horse is dead. It's dead. That kind of goes to the same point when Phoebus falls off the bridge after he does get hit by an he's arrow. He's also dead. He's also getting hit by a thousand arrows in the yeah. water. <gasps> They're just lined up there, just raining arrows on him. Even, even Frollo is like, enough, enough. <laughs> just, just, I'm, like, done, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, like, I'm out. I'm good. He gets I'm pulled good. out of their dirty Paris water where they're dumping all their shit into. <laughs> then they go to the top of the bell tower where their freak just pours his wine bottle on him. So, like, he's getting an infection and dying even after this whole battle, which he's totally ready to fight for the next morning, by the way. But that's fine. Didn't even give him, like, a little drink. He's like, oh, a drink. I could use that. Just <laughs> give him a sip before he just, like, come on. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's like um, he's not making I said, it. Sorry, I read one the, of my comments. And okay, so after the a guy like you number, where they're where they're telling Quasi that like you got it all going on, Esmeralda. I have an animosity. Yeah. that is wildly weird placement in the movie. Because it's Zero like to hero. It, 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 they, they, it, they, the it should have been like during like a somber time when the shit's getting weird. But you need that maybe well, to make it not so like oh he's gonna maybe rape and burn everybody. I think I it should have already happened. I, I always imagined it coming towards the beginning. Like, yeah, right? it's 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 wildly misplaced. I think that's one of the things. Like, oh my god, this is depressing. We need another it song. It should be right after like just he's chasing fit. her initially before he gets she he gets her out, kind of thing. And she could be part of the number. It, there are a lot of slow, somber songs in this. You're, like you're right. We maybe should, but that's why they're like, fuck. We can't have another like. Oh no, I get like, why sad, they needed an up, up upbeat, but just because their songs are so dark. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this oh, just God, feels, like yeah. You. I'm like, Quasi, get it together. There's serious shit going on now. You know, I know you're having fun with your gargoyle friends, but. Okay, but he actually, whatever. here's my, here's he was my kind comment of a... on that number, though. So after they get done with the whole guy like you, and I'm like, ah, they do the whole pose. Esmeralda walks in, yeah. and that scene with the gargoyles is set there. But like, just the ridiculous of like, Quasimodo totally did put on a full production by himself, right? That's what I'm led to believe <laughs> with the freeze frame. Well, okay, here's so, the real question. Yeah. Are they in his head or are they real? Okay. That's okay. the gargoyles. Same thing. I think it's a Disney thing, so they are real. That does happen. You know what? That is a thing that Here, happens. Here's my argument. Here's where I just went in my head. At the end, Frollo sees that gargoyle roar at him, and then he's like, oh, no, I'm going to fall and die. But I'm going to claim maybe that's just him sinking into madness. He's like, oh, I'm going to hell kind of shit, you know? I think that one's on Frollo. That's just hell. I don't that's think maybe just I hell think he's gone mad. Hellfire. Yeah. Okay. 
But I, I yeah. think Quasimodo's, I That's think it's Disney real. I'd actually prefer to imagine it that they're in his head. <laughs> well, that's more fun. Yeah. That's it's way funnier. more fun. It's, it's, it's sad. Sure, yeah. It's sad. But it's fun. It's funnier. This whole thing kind of left me just like not well. <laughs> it, do- <laughs> it doesn't end great for him. He's just still alone and, uh, and disfigured. He's still just a fucking wingman. By the way, at the end, maybe the most legendary wingman. I'm pretty sure that the sequel like- is with Sarah Michelle Geller as a love interest, like an introducing Bell kind of thing is like, and someone who will love this freak. <laughs> oh Esmeralda makes a hundred percent the right choice. Oh yeah, Phoebus is awesome. Mm-hmm. Looks aside, he does nothing but like stand up for like the the little guy. Well, here's like, the thing though: time and time this is again, all from Quasimodo's perspective, to Esmeralda, she's like, "You had a thing for me? Oh, I did not mean to put off that vibe. I was just trying to stop you from being hit with eggs and tomatoes." This is exactly what happens with homeschool kids when they go to college. They're like, but we're best friends. It's like, no, we're roommates. We literally just met. You're creepy. Okay. This is why you don't homeschool your kid. Now, in this time, yes, self-isolate. But uh, call your friends. You know, Stay normal. Don't have imaginary gargoyles or whatever. Don't touch your face. Oh, my God. But if you're going to have some touch your gargoyles, face. check out the Disney animated series Gargoyles. Now on Disney. Still gargoyles. on Disney+. Plus. It's... Uh... Fine. I didn't remember that being a Disney. Oh yeah, that's I a Disney. That I like thought that was w- like PBS. It's a or Disney show. Shit. It was on Disney Channel, right? Weird. That's the uh, great things where they're gargoyles by day mm-hmm. and superhero gargoyles that can move by night. Yep. Used to be in Ireland or Scotland, and now we're in New York City on the top of a skyscraper in a castle. What? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I definitely so haven't like, rewatched it. Or I, I might I like get it, some gargoyles from this confused with some gargoyles from that. I think that's because you know that you still have the guy that does the guard voice like hey where's the move that guy's voice he's on gargoyles he's one of the characters Patrick yeah, Star that's why you're doing that he's the uh, voice of one of them <laughs> yeah. oh. Disney it's all related they they safe they're company men they stay in the family so uh, it sucks to be sucks to be uh, just a quick animosity sucks to be on guard duty in the court of miracles because it seems like you're wearing dead body parts and laying around corpses in the dark, just no, in case. So I thought just about that. Just in case someone walks. I in. thought about that. They like they're smart enough to have like, oh, somebody's entered the catacombs. They're street people. Like, I don't think so. I think there's people sitting there <laughs> waiting for people to walk in. <laughs> you think that you think they've just been sitting there in like in their skeleton costumes, like waiting? For yeah, them. I think Todd had a ten-hour shift and he laid in the dark in the wet. <laughs> And then someone yeah. came in today, and they did the musical numbers. Sure. Like, oh, thank God! I sing the baritone part for Court of Miracles. Oh, Court of Miracles, though. <laughs> did you guys get Wicked? And Cameron, I'm setting you up for this because you always remind people what we did. Mm. Wicked Lost Boy vibes. The Lost Boy Cave. Didn't you feel like that was like straight out of Lost Boys? Mm. I just said I guess, Lost Boys four I guess times. So. Yeah, go back to okay, the Lost though? Boys. I'll give that for you, but like you don't, you, but you don't have to tickle me much to get that out of me, Jordan. I don't know. I, I wish I'd like to put a side by side, but we don't have that interactive uh, listeners or myself to be like, hey, remember the episode I said this? See what I mean? Um, I You'll have some learn. nitpicky animosities if you want to hear them. Me. Um, when Quasimodo swings down at the end of the movie to save Esmeralda, mm-hmm. that rope has to be like 400 yards long. Or it's elastic or something. He's got the rope. He's got he's elastic got the rope. rope in he's got the rope. France. Mm-hmm. They had it's not elastic, but he has enough he had rope. Spandex, oh, he has spandex tights, perfect fitting landing. tights to go with their tunics. Yeah, I think they had some stretch material. 
He's a bell ringer. He's got like endless rope. They've got to replace that. <laughs> okay, I'm sure. Okay. I guess I was the only one with uh, or the gargoyles are real. Rope. Quasimodo's a fucking idiot. He didn't tie that rope off. The gargoyles like, oh my god, it's going over! Quick, everybody! Oh my god, he got to feed him more rope. And that's what happened. No, no, no. no. I'm I'm on defensive quasi here. <laughs> <laughs> here okay, here here is that's my, my biggest nitpicky one. But that one just here's my. Well, piggyback off of that is no chance that Phoebus catches no. Quasi. Oh, he's, he's like three hundred oh, pounds. No. That's the bigger one. That's he's the bigger one. Pounds of upper body muscle. You can't just dead just stop. Yeah, not only that, Quasi. How, do we, how, how much does Quasi weigh? Two fifty, sixty. Oh, at least yeah. How, how much does Quasi weigh? At least two fifty at least. That I mean. Not, not only is Phoebus not from stopping him, Phoebus is just getting sucked out a window and they're both dying in Oh, lava. yeah, he's taking him out. And not only that, <laughs> Phoebus literally has an arrow wound from earlier that day. Well, the night before. Yeah. <laughs> or the day before. You're right. He's probably healed. It's fine. He poured, it's probably, poured, it's probably poured, fine. Uh, Quasi, it's, it's Disney poured Quasi's uh, backwash wine into the wound. It's fine. <laughs> that wine has been up there. Like, how many meals does Frollo have? Like, once a month? That wine's probably like seven months yeah, old. Yeah, but they're French. I believe I'm, I'm led to believe they only drink wine, so that you know that's like that, that's that day's wine. It's a thing that Cheeses the French and do. Bread. Those guys look pretty delicious, though. Am I right? Cheeses and I don't bread. Have any? But I'll figure it out. Um, okay, Gratitude. actually, on top of this, so the entire town is covered in lava. But like after Phoebus catches like Quasi, they just open the door and like, hey, we're all outside <laughs> and the streets are normal. There isn't like new form. Oh rock yeah, everywhere I thought I brought that up earlier. I just must not have like. We, we, we kind of brought. We, we did bring it up with the lava being everywhere. And, like what happened? But like, it just goes away. It's just, it's just gone. If you're just tuning in, we are doing the movie Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're not doing. No, I mean, uh, like talking about lava is just crazy. It shouldn't be in I this think, movie. Yeah, we're not doing Dante's Peak. That's, that's kind of all I have for for comments, questions in this one. But like, just I can tell you, I can tell you what there was. Some people doing their shifts in the catacombs out of the miracle. What's their what's their hideout Court called? Court of Miracles. There's some people that got killed by lava. Oh, for sure, they didn't make it out of there. Oh God, there's damn, also no. a bunch of people that yeah, they were like yeah, yeah, for sure, they didn't make it out. Um, oh shit, I had one last quick thing, but I forgot it. I'm done. I have a bigger plot one yeah. Um, yeah, I, towards the it. beginning. Uh, so the Archdeacon is just like making rules for Frollo's murder at the beginning. Just be like, I, I don't know. T- take care of the kid. Uh, that that should work. You should. Uh, atonement. <laughs> there, like <laughs> I think that's pre-stuff 101. I think Frollo raised that kid for about <laughs> two like, days. And then it's like, well, he died of natural causes. Well, it, and then... The archdeacon just took him in at at the uh, no- Notre Dame. He's like, "Do you mind watching him?" Like, well, 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 like we set it up at least at the beginning. Actually, he's like, but you will keep him here in your freak tower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, re- like, that reminded me of something. Okay, so Quasimodo, after he walks in from the Festival of Fools, like he gets done with his shame mm-hmm. walk, he hangs out with Elza- Esmeralda, but then he comes back down the steps, and there's just like some guy praying. Oh yeah. He's like, it's the hunchback. You get back up. You've already caused enough trouble. Yeah, it's like everybody, he's how just secret, a part like, of the game now. How secret is it? It seems like secretive. Is it? It seems like everybody knows that there's a freak that rings the bell in the tower. Oh. A- after out they know there, his name. After out there, so like, yes. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just I saying. Everybody if he knows is about singing, the deaf bell singer, the bell ringer that's always singing <laughs> off of Notre Dame. If he's not mad and it's not in his head and he's really singing, like, yes, given the times there wasn't skyscrapers, but people are like, 
We can hear him. Is that yeah. the hunchback, Jordan, on the ledge? Guy like you ended every with fucking a full day. production, a, a full day. set production with him, like Pose. He's doing the full production. <laughs> I think so too. I think that's how everybody knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's sung about himself many times. It's always that that kind of notion is always funny about like Disney movies or musicals in general. Just like, oh, we're just singing now. <laughs> like, it's about, yeah. So it's, I guess it's just like any musical. Do people know they're singing? Do they not? In this instance, I'd like to believe Marian. they do. Marion. <laughs> I do I do have some like trickle down um unverifieds I just didn't say, so I might just say them in there. Sure. Hellfire, when those priests are singing at them, mm-hmm. they're singing uh T culpa, T culpa, T culpa maxima culpa, meaning your fault, your fault, in like Greek or something. Or Roman. And then um Frollo says at the end, right before he dies. <laughs> Before he falls, he says, and he shall smite the wicked and plunge them into the fiery pit. Man, he was going crazy, <laughs> and I liked it. This is just me. I just I actually wrote down He's notes. Losing so. his mind. Whatever. Everything on the benefits. <laughs> uh, okay, that's um, that's all I have. I think for questions, comments, and it really, it's not really until I'm, the very end of the movie where you just start getting weird logistic animation questions of like, that's too much lava. That's too much rope. That doesn't make sense right there. It's an absurd lava it's an it's just the mo- i mean let's do like mount rushmore of lava movies this has got to be at least an honorable mention uh, i can really only think of volcano off the top of my head but like i'll ponder that uh do you guys have anything else dante's to peak up obviously i'm um, dante's peak yeah that's it for that's me it for me uh moving on to quotes 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 favorite quotes I mean, there aren't. This isn't the most quotable Disney movie in the world. And uh, there were a couple that I kind of smirked at. Uh, there were more puns than anything. Uh, both by Phoebus. Um, I guess his horse, his name is Achilles. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's a fun little joke. And he like he was like Achilles heel. That was a fun little pun. I do like that one. It seems like they named the, that I, the horse I didn't that catch entirely for the joke. So fun now, Jordan. You're doing also a, one. There's one more Phoebus pun though. Yep. Um, when he tries to capture Esmeralda, but she claims sanctuary, or he wants her to, mm-hmm. um, and the goat kicks him. He's like, "Oh, I didn't know you had a kid." Kid is a the 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 goat a name for a young goat. Name for a small goat. Yep. I so did just not know a, that. Fun little fun little Phoebus puns. The biggest quote, and we didn't really even talk about this, but I did get a little bit of chills from the movie when Quasimodo picks her up and carries her all the way to the top. Picks up as sanctuary. sanctuary. Oh, that's true. In fact, that's 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 a line that's not only said by Quasimodo, but is said by a bunch of characters throughout the movie. But sanctuary. <laughs> I mean, this might have been where I learned the word sanctuary from this movie. Probably me too. I was young enough, and I'm like, yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, probably. I guess I was uh, ten, but you know, I was dumb, and I was four years younger than that. So don't even you were dumb too. Not even going to do the math. (laughs) You're you're as well done. Um, yeah, this one wasn't a big quote. One that's kind of it. My second favorite quote out of (laughs) I am ugly. That one is that goat where he goes. (laughs) 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 Cool. cool, Oh, duh! I'm surprised you guys missed this quote. You guys love this. The the goofy. Yeah, I. That's a that's good true, one. That's true. I, I, 
that's less of a this movie kind of thing more than a goofy quote though you know yeah I mean? just the goofy quote yeah i guess that- it, i mean it's in this movie it fits if there's any quotes we're for sure missing that you guys like from this movie make sure you write in on our social media posters hunchback and notre dame or hit us up at cold classics podcast at gmail.com but we're going to move on to recasting All right, um, this one's going to be a little different. We're doing recasting, but animated movie style, which we normally don't do. This is our first animated movie. We've never done it, which is kind of weird, but uh, I kind of kept mine with voice actories. Uh, who's the voice actors, voice actories? That is not a thing. <laughs> that, that was crazy. I, I wasn't going to say anything. You should have, because I almost missed my own thing. Le- okay, who do you want to, who's the lowest person you have on your list? Mine might Shh. Let's try to do the gargoyles. Did yeah. you guys have gargoyles? Yeah, I, I have the gargoyles. Let's start there. I did it just kind of as like a comedy troupe, not necessarily like a troupe, but like a I don't know sure. a, a group. I did Seth Rogen, Michael Sarah, and Jonah Hill. If those were the three different gargoyles, it's not the same. It's not a copy paste personality of how they do it, but it would sure. be those guys doing just like a Muppet f- family friendly, just like their characters. That, like Michael, that Sarah's is like brilliant. Me. Yeah, that is so that's, I, that's I tried brilliant. to I did very very similar things right. I tried to get somebody who hadn't done like an animated movie but everybody I came up with has done an animated movie right so in some form or another so mine is gonna be Simon Pegg Nick Frost but to stick with the woman Betty White that'd be fun that'd be fun there could be maybe someone else I, I was Betty uh, White. no that's actually perfect huh. I, I was like I, I couldn't fucking think of a Laverne she's the older uh, gargoyle. She's the per- woman. Betty gargoyle. White is perfect. I was thinking about it. Um, that is like the toughest one, though. I think to recast. I would agree with that. But I, I, I love the um the comedy like trios or duos. I did think of one other one. weird duo, although one of them's like already in an iconic Pixar Disney movie. You're slowly disappearing in your chat. Your head is. Oh, never <laughs> I'm sorry. I was leaning back. I didn't figure it was important anymore. Um, I thought that uh, Billy Crystal. <laughs> and Mel Brooks would be a nice duo. Just get them together. See, see how do, Jewy. Do you know who get. would actually work? Is that tall? Oh, that'd be amazing. Mel, yeah, that like I was thinking the same thing. Mel do Brooks. You, do you know who would work Billy as the Crystal. tall Victor uh, uh, gargoyle kind of better than where he's at? Uh, Kevin Klein would be a great gargoyle. The one well, that's proper and blah blah blah. That one should just be Kevin. Klein. Okay, so I did come up what one mean, for Kevin specifically Klein? the proper one. David Hyde Pierce. He's the brother in Frasier. He's in some I, other. I, th- I thought about that too. It's a similar. You're voice. saying Kevin Kevin Klein instead of instead of Phoebus, he should have been the gargoyle that's proper and oh. blah blah blah. Like, and okay. he's also saying Jordan's doing the Fraser uh, the brother thing. I guess Kelsey Grammer could have done that as well. I thought about Kelsey Bob. Grammer too, but that's almost too weird of a voice. It's almost too much of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we were kind of on a line. Uh, Mark, did you definitively have one? I can't remember if I heard it. I kind of went Disney adjacent, like. Um, so just different characters from Disney movies. So I went Danny DeVito for Hugo. Okay. Sure. It's it's kind of a cop out. Uh I did Patrick. Danny DeVito was in uh that Hercules. Hercules. Sure. He's, yeah. he's oh, you said it, Jason. So yeah, he's he's essentially doing those characters from different movies, which I like. Go on. It- uh Patrick uh Warburton. He is Kronk from Okay. Emperor's New Groove, just something a character like that. And he's Victor, I imagine. Okay. Oh, and I so didn't I have a liver. I know I that's your guys' jam, but Emperor's, Emperor's Emperor's New Groove has to be a completely underrated one, right? Oh, sure completely, is. sure is. 
Do they have music in it? I can't even nope, remember. Nope, it's just a it's just a cartoon. It's not a musical. Just, just they have some, well, there's some like jazzy musicals. stuff. Yeah, there's jazz yeah. little things, but it's not like it's, it's not. A but not like this, right? You no, wouldn't not, consider not. it a Broadway. They don't break play. out. Oh, there's an opening number, but they don't break out into song. Right, it's like it's soundtrack, not like. Who'd I you have you. for Clopen, our gypsy who's telling us the main story, who also has his fingers in business all over town? I, have I a can good tell one. you, how I have. I'm very disappointed in mine, but I'll just say it. Lin Manuel Miranda. Nope, you're wrong. Alan Cumming. Hate that. Ooh, Alan Cumming would have been better. I like that. Damn, one. that's actually really good. I don't Thank know you. what Alan Cumming's from. I guess he was in. He was in the cabaret. X-Men. He was that like blue, like teleporting one. You know him from uh, not Gypsy. Oh shit! It's a it, um, it's a musical. Oh my god, he plays cabaret. Like, cabaret. He's ca- he, you know him from Cabaret was like his kind of most notable row role. He plays um, in Flintstones too. He plays that little like Martian that pops up. I I really I don't really have yeah his most notable role is accent wise and flamboyancy. It works. It's it's it's, it's perfect. Yeah. I love that. I did not feel good about my Lin Manuel Miranda, but he's essentially the that narrator. Works. That works. It, just, it works. So I didn't feel good. Actually, I think a good Clopin could be Clopin. Clopin. I Clopin. think it could be J- Jack Black. Yeah. Oh, actually, that'd be really good. I almost want that for the live action. It's he's like the drunken uh, sloppy. Yeah, French, that, French be, local. It's, be, it's definitely better live action for sure. God, mm. mine sucks. I don't know who win it. Um, I Cameron, I suppose, on that one. Alan as much Cummings. as I like Jack Black. Perfect. Let's okay. go. Let's go to Phoebus because I think other people might have mine. You're gonna hate mine again. I did Mel Gibson. I just did Pocahontas. He just did John Smith. Yeah, I, that's what I did. You, Mel Gibson. You said that earlier in the living room, and I was like, "Shit, I hope he doesn't really." Doing I saw that. your face. I, I think I, I was I, like, I, "Fuck!" I, I hope he's not doing it. In the of ER. course, I I definitely a hundred percent thought of of Mel of Mel Gibson because he did he did. That's what could be fun for some of these like Disney recasts is just like recast with a different universe. like character, like actual character, like Buzz I think Lightyear. nowadays, and maybe he's too goofy. Maybe That's Chris good. Pratt. No! Uh, that could no, that could work. But you want to know who I really thought the whole time, that- and I don't actually think he has that dynamic of a voice and control. The Rock. Nope, Kevin <laughs> Costner. Huh. He's got a yeah. great voice. Robin Hood, da- Robin Hood era. That could work. That could work. Yeah, this is Robin Hood era. It's like three la- years later. Sorry, for some reason I was just thinking live action. Yeah, that could work totally for voice. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's, vo- it's he, voice animation. I thought Kevin his voice Costner. has always kind of been older and kind of like like this, though. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that's, that's again, what was in my head. Kevin Klein's like an English gentleman who's falling in love with Esmeralda. So I don't know. I don't know. Who, well, Kevin that? Klein's got that whole I'm from America with an English accent. Yeah, which, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Can I can I can I give a clap pause? Sure. Wouldn't Brad and Fraser pretty pretty fucking good? That, yeah, that's actually a really good one. But that's okay, a good one. I'm, voice wise, I'm gonna say it voice then. wise, not looks. Switch up, switch up. I'm gonna say Brendan Fraser because I don't think he'll be in our Trinity, but I think yeah. I think Brendan Fraser would be great in it. Yeah, I love I like it. it a lot. Okay, uh, let's move on to Frollo. Okay. I feel like there's an obvious one here that maybe we can all agree on. Who do you do? Yeah, Who is it? One, two, three, two, three. Tim McCurry. Tim Curry, ooh, he's got the, he's got that like, he's got the voice, the villain voice. It's not this one's so dark and evil. I tried to keep it with someone who could keep that old British evil sound. So I did Ian McKellen. Okay, well that, then, can I that 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 works? But it would, it's a different movie. It's, it's light. It's a little more light. I, I think it's on the record, it's, 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 not, it's not deviant sexual. It's saucy in that. You know what I mean? Alan Rickman. I think off the record. Yeah, Alan Rickman. I think off work. the. 
Alan Rickman would be great. That, it would just works. be Snape or the sheriff. Right. And it would be Rodden Snape. Yeah. yeah, I like that though. Mine is um, John Rice Davis. He is in Lord of the Rings. He's Saron. He's the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. That, Okay. I, I mean, I actually thought it was that guy before I saw the cast. I thought about doing that, but then he's was... the judge in. Um, this is to get another shout out to one of our movies. He's the judge who's like, "You will go to Sleepy Hollow," and he does a lot of voice work in Tim Burton. Movies. I, said, I think he does Tim Burton stuff a lot. Yeah. He's in. He's Check in Charlie out. and Chocolate Factory. He was the dad. Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I thought it was that guy actually before I saw the cast, so I thought he'd be perfect. No, that's that's better than mine for sure. Check out our episode on I, Sleepy Hollow. I picked another wizard, though. I picked a, 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 the opposite wizard. I mean, Ian McKellen would be... Both of yours would be great, though. I mean, like, you couldn't go wrong with either of them. I like yours better. What separates Frollo from so many characters is so many villains, specifically Disney villains, there's, like, no charm to him. He's just He's just evil. an evil pervert. <laughs> Should we well, move on to on. Uh, Esmeralda? I kept it just similar voices. I did two smoky voices. I did Scarlett Johansson. Mm. Scarlett Johansson would be fun. I did something that was maybe a little more accurate. This is almost more just uh, for our mom and maybe like Megan, if one of our sisters. But I did uh, Marina Sirtis. She plays. She's a character on Star Trek: The Next Generation. She's like their their empath psychic counselor. She's like either Israeli or Greek or Italian or something. But she definitely does have an accent. So I did a smoky voice. I also had um, I was Emma put, Stone. I was going to put Emma Stone there, but for some reason that was too white and american for some reason for this movie i was like that's almost too much i don't know why well, that's, that's what, what i felt that's what disney was doing mine. back then i know, I don't, know about- I don't know why she was the crossing point because for some reason i'm fine with scarlett johansson but i thought emma stone i'm like i don't know it's just too much for some reason that huh. makes zero sense I <laughs> yeah i know i don't know why who'd you have for quasi quasimodo the hunchback of notre dame this one was fucking tough i i thought so too but i actually think i have a pretty good answer you can go this to- one is a cakewalk you can go. T- oh, really? Oh, really? You, well, you this could, one is a cakewalk. Well, you go two routes with this. One because like he has like a gentle like I could be anyone. I'm like Aladdin's voice. I'm just a natural guy. Or you could go. Stop! With, I'm don't, don't. Oh, I'm a freak. It rings a bell, right? You could go two routes with this, in my opinion. I'm going to interrupt Cameron. I've got to. Quasi is Scott, uh, Scott Wanger. He's he's Aladdin. Oh, so you picked oh, okay. Aladdin? Yeah, that makes sense. That to obviously entered my head. So I'll tell you who I went with. He I don't can know. Sing, he can act. He can come back I, for a reprisal of the exact same role 20 years later. Fuller House. I went just kind of somebody who I thought could do musicals. I'm not super happy about it. Neil Patrick Harris. I definitely not happy, know. Not, he, not happy about it, but that works. I mean, he has the same kind of like, again, softer voice. It, it works. I almost thought of him for almost every role, though. <laughs> I thought of him for Phoebus. Yeah. I thought of him for the fancy gargoyle. He could do it yeah, however maybe. he wants. Okay, here's who I had. Ugh. You can take this two ways. All right. Well, you can take this two ways because, one, you can just take straight up Luke Skywalker because I'm doing Mark Hamill. So just kind of like, come Ooh. on, C-3PO, but also he's a voice actor. He's been doing voice acting for years. so like He's a voice actor. So he could definitely yeah. just milk it one way or another to either make it a little more hunchbacky if you want, governor, <laughs> or we could even their French. Uh, listen, their French. don't I think do I'm that. Don't for everybody. That. Nobody wants that. Don't do Not that. <laughs> like, or you could just be like, come on, C-3PO, I'm just being Luke right now we got this and just keep that voice going but i think i like how i, I think i like option two a little better <laughs> do what on. you gotta do i'm not gonna lie to you um i don't know if we'll get the, the the opportunity to do many more animated movies but i thought it kind of fun to recast animated yeah, this was this was a different change up
We may never do another Disney movie again. That's not true, but we're in it. So this week we're going to do our Mount Rushmore's of underrated or overlooked Disney movies. Not the classics. I will start if that's okay. That's fine. We are a Disney family, so there was a lot to draw from here. So what's your number four? My number four is A Bug's Life. It's It's Disney's Pixar, but definitely forgotten. Solid PlayStation One game. I totally pretty get that. Funny too. I think that's why a little that's bit more. That's a great one. Love that. Like we, that's we, we, yeah, totally underrated. We did own that game on PlayStation One. I think that's why it also it made it my my uh, um, honorable mention. Honorable mentions, but not my real one. My number four is Great Mouse Detective. I watched that, that a ton as a kid. Total honorable mention for me. Uh, Almost I, put it on the list. I get that. Almost put it on the list. Mark, what's your number four? My number four is Meet the Robinsons. Interesting. I that, that's also on my uh, honorable mention. It's a so. really good movie. Underrated animation movie. I agree with that. Never seen it. Thus Never far, seen all it, of us at least have uh, our our honorable mentions and our low bottom ones close there. Jordan, what's your three? My three is Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay, it's got some banger songs. Ooh, as I watched I- it. It's I maybe should it, it put that on here. I have to shake my head. I think that is part of the like the nineties. Anything in the nineties with Disney, it, it's gotta fit into like a folder for me. I I I hear that you're saying that, but I think people just forgot about it. No, they didn't. If they weren't no, they in our, our age group. Well, we didn't. We did a podcast episode on it. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're touting the horn. We're like, hey guys, check it out. Frozen's right, crazy. Right. No. no, I get I get what you're saying. Like out of the I will say out of the nineties ones, it's uh so the it's over okay, it's the, overlooked. The aspect that I think is underrated is the song out there. Uh speaking <laughs> of good songs, my number three is Treasure Planet. And in there we have a Goo Goo Doll song. But that's a little bit of a uh, little bit of animation, a little bit of CGI in that one. But it's Treasure Planet. So I have it's a Treasure question. Island. I have not seen that for years. Should I watch it? No, nah, it's fine. It's the story of <laughs> it's the story of Treasure Island, but they have an original I've never Goo seen Goo it, but I I love John Resnick. Uh who right, Mark would you have for your number three? Ratatouille. Oh, that's a good one too. You're sticking that out of the Pixar realm. That is 100 overrated, though. Is that? It's that. still Disney, right? Though. Yeah, you're fine. It's a good. Yeah, they're 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 yeah. they're, they're joined. I agree. I think out of the Pixar classics, especially, which is still Disney and Pat now. It's a smart one. Like that's that. it's like, I mean, they all are. Uh, Pixar knows what they're doing, and their depiction of of, of Paris whimsical as fuck. Again, yeah. I, said, it's, it's I said it earlier, but as long as it's an original Disney story and not a sequel and a money grab, it's usually pretty good, if not great. Yeah, I would not like to see a sequel to that. I didn't exactly. want to see a sequel to, to Incredibles. You just gotta let it be. Uh, Jordan, who do you have as your number two? Lilo and Stitch. Oh, okay. The soundtrack is awesome. If you like Hawaiian island music, and I fucking do. Well, nope, nope. We'll have to dig that out. And it's got some Elvis songs. Well, that's what uh, I said. Gypsy roller coaster ride. This movie got you into both. Elvis and Island music. It did both for you. Uh, my number two, okay. which uh, might be higher on your list, is Atlantis, The Lost Empire, starring Michael J. Fox as the lead. It's not a musical. It's just a good story. It was kind of funny. Overlooked. I have that as an honorable mention. Very like similar animation to like Treasure Planet, like that kind Whoa. of. Whoa. That's an honorable mention for you for how often you're always talking about wanting to make that a live action movie. I With think Brendan here, here's why. talking about that. He's always talking Listen, about that. Wow. My number one, I really think, is the most we're not, overlooked. We're not there yet because we're on Mark's number two. No, no, but, the, but like wow. my list on here, I don't actually like Atlantis that much. I think it's boring, but I okay. think if you made that live action, it'd be so good. Put Chris Pratt in it. Just make the fucking movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's Wrap just, it up. It's just a weird. All right, I'm done. All right, Mark, what's right. your number two? Um, Pete's Dragon. Oh, okay. Which version? The most recent one or the old one? Old school. 
The live action with animation? Yep. Ooh, I've, I watched that a lot as a kid. It was a big uh, rental from the Manchester Library Candle for me. I really sunday. enjoyed the old That's Peach Dragon. Me. I used to watch that a lot as a kid, but I definitely had it on there. My number one is Emperor's New Groove. Honorable mention. Totally agree. But that's number my number one, one Emperor's Groove. It's, it's, it's the single-handed, most one. underrated Disney movie. It has to be. I quote that all the time, and it probably just hit me at the perfect time as a kid that it just, it just got me, but quote all the time. For, for, the, for the listeners um, out there who hasn't seen this movie, starring David Spade as your plucky comic relief, he's hilarious in it. Okay, so you guys are going to jump on me, but I, this could be considered a classic, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think it's completely underrated, and that's Robin Hood. The I Fox version. I have that as my under uh, as my uh, it's pretty underrated mention, but it's because of the soundtrack. But you never see it depicted anywhere at Disney World or on anything. No, people never. don't ever bring it up. That's true. Good soundtrack. It's because it's Robin very sixties, y and kind of weird. It's a little too sixties ish. Yeah, I know why. it's in that realm, but that's my number one most underrated out of them. I loved Robin Hood as a kid. That might be the winner as far as like actually underrated. Uh, quick, my honorable mentions. They were on your list, but A Bug's Life, Wally. I love the movie Wally. It actually maybe should have made my list, but that's a little more. It gets a little recognition, but it's a little more Pixar. That's not, CGI. A, that's not on the list. Meet the Robinsons uh, was on my list. I've never seen Meet the Robinsons. Rescuers Down Under. Not the Rescuers, Down Under. The, the sequel it. is, it's good. I watched that a shit ton as a kid. And I'm gonna no one remembers this. That one. That's, that's, I think that's a classic. I think it is. Is it? I thought people didn't like it. I don't know if it is. It just might be I like an R.H. group. And, okay. It had the song. No one remembers you guys, this, uh, but it was like almost like it was photorealism CGI, and it was just called Dinosaurs. It, it like it was like about meteors coming no, in. And that one's, and oh, no, that one's like I bad. remember that one. That was like the first time that we did that. Forgotten. People forgot that. It was okay. It was an okay story. They it was a dramedy. It, because it, was it's bad. Mo- it was more dramatic than comedy, which is why. What do you think about the Ichabod Crane legend of Sleepy Hollow? I think those get enough respect, actually. I think people know about those. You think that one gets enough? Mr. Toad doesn't, though. Nor should it. You're right. It sucks. <laughs> Thanks for listening this week. This was our first take at the social distancing. Uh, make sure everyone stays safe out there. If your state isn't doing it, but you have the ability to, try to stay home. Try to stay inside. We're going to try to bend the curve or flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. That's what flatten we're saying. The curve. Flatten the curve. Uh, thanks for checking out this episode. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We need the Twitter numbers. Uh, we'll check you next week with maybe another quarantine movie if we're still in this. Uh, maybe something else. I don't know. Bye. 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 Bye.